The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In these times of rapid change, chaos, and crisis... A new wave of legendary leaders is rising up to answer their higher calling. Many are not famous nor have followers, though some do. They are brave individuals like you, seeking your highest truth and committed to deep personal change. Welcome to Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling, with your host Maria Danley. Here is the innovative support you've been looking for to become the legendary leader you are destined to be. Now, here's Maria Danley. Hello and welcome to Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling. I'm your host, Maria Danley. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad that you're joining us today and happy winter solstice to all of you listening to us live. The winter solstice is such a magical and powerful time to manifest your dreams and visions. So welcome. Today, the Legendary Leaders radio show is discussing how to stay adult and centered when you're with your family over the holidays. This information will work for any family gathering, and I know that many of you are heading into your holidays and traveling to be with your relatives, so that's why I chose this important topic for today. It's easy for all of us to have images of wonderful family gatherings before they actually happen. Most of us feel love for our parents and siblings, and it's natural for us to want the best experience for everyone. However, family members, parents and siblings, have an an uncanny way of getting right under your skin and rattling you when you least expect it. You'll arrive at the gathering, most often feeling adult, confident, and centered, ready for a good time. And the next thing you know, you're rattled, thrown off center, or upset with old feelings that run deep. They get triggered all over again. You go from being an adult to a kid or an adolescent in seconds. How does this happen, and what can you do to regain your composure quickly so that you can really enjoy your holidays? I'll be showing you several of my favorite techniques that I use to quickly return back to my center and regain my adult perspective when old family patterns disrupt me. I'll share those with you. And you'll also learn a great technique today to balance your mind, your emotions, and your body when you eat a lot of carbs and your body isn't used to them. And I'll take you on a visualization as well, depending on how many callers call in today so that you can return quickly to your center whenever you get off track. Of course, you can use the same technique when you get off track in the future, anytime, at work or when anything disrupts you. This technique will work really well. 
I have a few announcements. The Legendary Leaders Radio Show is going on hiatus, as many of you know. And next week will be my last show for a while. However, you still will be able to tune in and download these radio shows and listen to them on iTunes in the future. So you won't have to miss out on doing any of the techniques, remembering any of this information that I've been sharing with you over the past year. Actually, it has been just about one year. I started last year on December 9th of 2014. So this is a one-year celebration for me as well. Well, coming up next year, I will be creating a number of offerings that will help you to exponentially deep, deepen and deepen your personal and your spiritual growth. First, toward the end of January, I'll be sending out information about my first online course, course starting in March. It's called Deepening Self-Love and Self-Confidence, Loving Your Higher Self. It's a 10-week course that will deepen your relationship with your higher self. It'll show you how to communicate with them, deepen your intuition, show you how to transform any issue or problem that you have in your life by working with them directly in the most elegant and easy way that I know. This course will also show you how to feel deeply loved at any time you want. Who does not want that? Is, wouldn't it be amazing just to turn your, your attention inward and upward and just be showered with love? from your higher self and self-love in a flash. That's what you'll be learning to do in this course I'll be teaching next year. You'll exponentially grow deep love for yourself and build your confidence. And if this interests you, please do go to my website, www.legendaryleaders.com and put your name and email in the box under the words, become a legendary leader, join our list. Please do that. You'll receive more information about this uh, this very exciting opportunity, the first class I know of its kind in this direct way to do this. So please join us. Also, by joining our list, you'll be informed about free webinars that I'll be giving next year to help you accelerate your personal and spiritual growth. I'll be launching an inexpensive membership site early next year. I decided to make my work available to so many of you who have wanted my coaching but can't afford it. A lot of people have wanted to work with me. My coaching is expensive. And I decided I wanted to make a membership site so that many people can come and learn the same techniques that I give to my premier coaching clients. And I decided I'll do that and create a Legendary Leaders membership site for only $30 a month. And in this membership site, you'll receive tips, techniques, and visualizations on many topics. You'll learn how to deepen your intuition skills, how to have greater ease when you need to have difficult conversations with your boss, a friend, or family member, how to deal with difficult people that you can't avoid, and you'll learn more effective energy management skills that will show you how to stop your mind when it's spinning or scattered, how to shift your energy in minutes when it's stuck, how to grow your confidence, self-love, and your valued self, and so much more. All the tricks and tips I know to support you legendary leaders as you move forward with your higher calling. So please do go to that website, legendaryleaders.com, and sign up in the Become a Legendary Leader, Join Our List area on the front page. And if you are at your computer, you can open another tab right now in the browser, while you're listening to this show. So please do go right there now. Put your name and email in those boxes at www.legendaryleaders.com. It is my sincere desire to stay in touch with you because you've been loyal listeners and I thank you for that. Also, 
I'm having a limited offer right now. Since this is one of my last shows, I'm giving you a lot of information here, but also a lot of opportunities for you as well. I have a limited offer right now on my one-to-one personal higher self readings. I've reduced my prices even more as a way to say thank you to all of you and a way to stay in touch with you. So if you're stuck or you want to create a plan for moving forward with your higher calling in 2016, booking a reading with me will help you tremendously. Now and through the holidays, through the end of January, January 31st to be exact, you can book a half-hour reading with me for only $55, and you can book a full-hour reading for only $115, and this is down from my normal price of $200, so it really is a nice opportunity for you. This is the first time that I've ever done this offer, so my time and space are limited. If you're curious and you can, and you'd like to have a reading and sign up, please go to my website, read the testimonials there that other people have written, and you can have a reading with me. These readings are rich, and you can ask any questions on any topic and you'll receive direct answers to your questions from your higher self. Or you can contact me directly by emailing me at maria at legendaryleaders.com. Click on the offering tabs and click on higher self reading. For those of you, just because I've never done this before, I do want to share a couple of testimonials about what my readings do for people. My friend Karen Lamb wrote, The reading was spectacular. You shifted so many things and illuminated so much. I feel lighter, happier, and so joyful. What a gift you have. You are absolutely amazing. For me, you have always been a conduit to enchantment. Another client, Darlene Larson, said, I must tell you that after all the years of self-development I have worked on, this work with you has been more helpful than years of other information combined. Thank you again. She's a healthcare practitioner. And lastly, from my, another client, Phyllis Erickson, working with you is so safe. You hold a gentle manner while taking me to dark places inside myself that I would never discover on my own. You help me to transform them with ease, and somehow miracles happen that change my everyday life. Thank you for showing me how to appreciate and love my life while still helping me to meet my goals. I'm so much happier and self-confident. Thank you. She was a reason, she's a regional high school supervisor in San Diego. So that's just to give you a sense of what may happen for you. So you can go there. So I guess I've already said that, that at the end of January, I'll be sending out information about this first online course that I'm doing on deepening self-love and self-confidence with your higher self. And it is a 10-week course that will deepen your relationship with your higher self. So please do join us there at www.legendaryleaders.com. So let's talk about being with your family over the holidays. Now, this may be a touchy subject for you. You may go there and enjoy being with your family. We always have wonderful things that happen in, our, in, in these gatherings. Great moments, absolutely. So, And then there are these tricky spots. And my aim today is to help you with those tricky spots when you can lose yourself. Certainly, the idea of going home for Christmas in the past was always exciting for me. Every year, I'd go home to be with my family back in snowy, beautiful River Forest, Illinois. I loved being with my brothers and sisters, making up games, putting on puppet shows, singing and laughing over silly humor. It was what I looked forward to the most. 
However, I didn't realize that I often came home each year with a secret hope that my family would be different, that they would somehow see that I was different and they would treat me differently. They treat me as an adult with more respect. Yet, no matter what I did, I was still treated as a child and it was painful. I'd return home after the holidays to my apartment, feeling invisible, not valued, and lost like I had to have therapy and a lot of meditation to get myself centered and back in my adult. I really did wonder, how can I be with my family and not get so triggered? I thought there must be a way. Let me share a story with you about one Christmas that was particularly hard. I had just lost my father in October, and we were in a typical family situation with my mother, where my sisters were vying for my mother's attention. And we had a family pa- a pattern of wanting my mother's attention, and we just never seemed to be able to have it. She had a pattern in herself that as soon as one of us would start to get her, her attention, I'll give you an example. My sister Anne was uh, showing her artwork. She spent a number of months doing beautiful portfolio of artwork, and Mom had just sat down to look at it. And just as she began to look at it, she'd jump up and question, you know, where's Maria? You know, is she meditating? And turn all of the attention away from Anne, skip over, and then not pay any attention to what my sister was showing her. Then turning her attention to another family member and the same thing, turning her attention away. As soon as she began to, to <laughs> give it, it was really annoying. Everyone got tr- triggered, and my family would be really annoyed with each other. So I felt the same way I felt, only this time was even worse. I think because the patterns were all there, we we had a deep loss with my father, and the communication was so stilted and weird, and just the whole time was just had underlying anger and pain just riddled in this particular vacation. At one point, I was so upset, I actually went to the bathroom and threw up, which was some kind of a relief, but I came away thinking, oh my gosh, please spare me from another family holiday. So I got on a plane and came home, and I was shattered, and I didn't know really what to do, but I was so lucky because I was speaking with my friend John Levac. I called him, and I told him what had happened, and he said, you are in luck because there's a new class at the Academy of Intuition Medicine starting tomorrow. So I trusted his advice, and I enrolled in this class because I knew it might be something to help me get centered, get myself back, get some boundaries and some protection so I couldn't be shattered so easily. So does any of this sound familiar to you? I wonder, how do your parents, brothers, and sisters know exactly what to do or say to waver or shatter your confidence in seconds? And how is it that you can arrive at a family gathering feeling powerful and happy, happy, only to be reduced to a hurt child or an angry adolescent in moments? Many of you may relate to that. It seems that our, par- our parents and family get extremely psychic when it comes to these particular issues, knowing exactly our trigger points. So I want to share with you my favorite techniques, techniques that I use, and boy, they come in handy. So imagine, and you can even imagine it right now, something, an issue, maybe even of the past, but something that triggers you, a comment by a parent, a sibling, a look, um, a lack of acknowledgement, whatever it may be. The first thing to do when that happens is to perhaps go to the bathroom, but remove yourself to find a quiet place. That's why I say the bathroom, because you can close the door. (laughs) But what you do is you sit with yourself 
and we've done this before, but I remind you because it's so effective, to close your eyes, tune into your side yourself, and open that that right in the belly area. Pretend you're opening a, a lever, a, a gauge, opening that 100%, that third chakra, and feel your feelings. I'm hurt right now. Let yourself cry. I'm angry. Let that anger flow. But as you remember, you can feel that there's a river of emotion that can flow from your back. It's all jammed up, flowing through your belly and straight out in front of you. But as you feel your feelings and stay with them, stay with them, that anger that might turn to hurt, it might turn into rage, it may turn into self-pity. Watch that. That is a way to numb your feelings. That isn't a real emotion. But let that flow. Stay with it. Stay with it. Be really uncomfortable focusing your attention on feeling your feelings, giving yourself full permission to feel what is going on. Now, you can call that step one. It might be all that you need to come back into your family. But I find the second part is most important. I say feel your feelings first because usually that's what, what's going on. Your, your, your feelings are triggered. They're in the moment and you've got a lot of them. So you want to release them first. The next thing you want to do, though, is what I call calling in your board of directors. And I like to imagine this. I think I've talked about it before. We have, we have voices in our head that usually don't go away. They're sort of like our inner board of directors. But if you imagine yourself as CEO of this board of directors, these are the voices that are mostly, well, they're the most prominent in your head at any given moment, especially when they get triggered. You have an inner ch- child. You have an inner adolescent. You also have, uh, what I call an inner young adult, but they, they may not be triggered because they're usually focused on success and they're the workaholic oftentimes inside of you. But you also have this negative voice. I call it the negative ego. And you have a nurturing parent in there. So what you do is you, with your eyes closed, kind of a meditation, but really more of a visualization. You imagine you're in a room. I like a circular table. It doesn't have to be. But call these voices in one by one. You want to hear what they have to say. And they, I'll give you an example of this. Let's say I get triggered, well, from what I just said, being ignored or, or not, not acknowledged by my mother. Well, even better than that, I'll just share. No, I, I guess I won't have time to share a story about that, but I might. Who knows? The point is, at one point I remember, uh, it's a very annoying time when uh, this had happened. So I went into the back room. I called in, uh, made a, went into a, a visualization where I felt I was in a room with a table, feeling in my power. I was the CEO. I called in my child, and I let my child express her feelings, you know. And she said something like, you know, why doesn't mom ever pay attention? Why doesn't she have any curiosity about us? Why, why, is she, why does she keep ignoring us? Whatever it might be. Let that child in you rant. If that's not the issue, your child may say, I just want to go back and look at the tree or something like that. That may not be where the issue is, but you want to let that child rant or rave or, or express the hurt or feel their feelings, be with them, be a nurturing parent to them. And perhaps you can ask them, so what do you want? It might be something sim- simple. I want to go for a pony ride. I want to go out and play a ball. Do that with them in the moment if you can, or save it to a later meditation. Then maybe they want to sit in your lap, the child might. But then call in the adolescent and hear what they have to say. 
and they might be really triggered. Let them express, let them say what they feel. Let them feel their feelings. They may have a lot of expletives. Let them have that. And then ask them as well, what, what do they want? They may tell you, give them what they want. This always works every time. Now, when you call in the negative ego, it doesn't have to be in this order. You may want to start with negative ego right out. Remember, it always lies. It lies to you every time. So you may call it in, and it may just want to accuse you. Look what you just did. You made your mother upset. How could you be so awful for the holidays? Or they might say, your brother is right. You really do deserve, you know, you really are being selfish right now. Whatever they might say. And just listen. But what you're trying to do in this part of the exercise is hear everything that the negative ego wants to say. And by letting it speak, letting it have a platform to tell you what it thinks, you're disempowering it. Its energy starts to dissipate. And so you remember, I'm CEO. You ask that negative ego to step outside your body, and it has to. You're the one in charge. You see it out there 10, 20 feet in front of you. You may want to circle it in a bubble of light. That's good. Now let it rant. Whatever it wants to say. And another thing, you didn't get your your parents a nice Christmas gift. You were stingy this year. Whatever that wants to say. Your job is to just listen. Bubble it in white light, as I say. It will trigger you less. And just say, you know, thank you for sharing. What else? And let it run down. You'll, you'll know it's running down when it starts reaching for really ridiculous things like, yeah, and, and your clothes are awful for Christmas too or whatever, something silly. And you thank it for sharing, keep it bubbled in white light. And when that's sort of down, you can shrink it. You can use an element to disperse it, but it won't be gone permanently, but it will at least for the moment be busted. Now, call in your nurturing self, the you that is the nurturing parent to you. Ask them to come in. And this is when you become nurturing with yourself. Sit with your nurturing parent. Talk about what just happened. Feel your feelings as the adult and let them uh, be with you. And if you don't know what the nurturing parent is, in, is you can make it up. Uh, for me, for years, it was Gregory Peck in like, Atticus Finch when he was in To Kill a Mockingbird. That felt like a wonderful uh, nurturing father figure. For others, it might be a a grandmother type or someone that you know that just is always sweet and nurturing and loving. I think of the actress Spring Byington. She's an old-time actress, but she was that type. Bring them in, express the pain, the hurt, the anger, and which should be lessened if you felt your feelings, but express it and then let them nurture you. Let them tell you the truth. Let them, in many ways, explain what's really going on, that you, what is real for you, what was going on in that moment, and feel nurtured by them. These two techniques of feeling your feelings and working with your board of directors, and including your negative ego, don't forget, they're the one that really wants to see you triggered over the holidays. Working with them will really help you. And also calling in your, your nurturing parent. The last technique technique that I want to give you, and I'm going to give you a heads up here for those of you who want to call and have channeling today. This will be probably the last time that I'm channeling live on this show at this time. So please call in 1-866-472-5795. Please do call in again, 866-472-5795. And I do channel in the order that I hear you. I hear you uh, calling in. So please do call at this time. Again, 
472-5795. We'll be taking a break shortly, but I do want to share the last technique. This one is important. It has to do with your, um, your biochemistry. Because when we start, when we go home, and especially when we're with our, <laughs> we're with our family, not only is it the holidays that we have full permission to eat whatever we want, whenever we want. There's a lot of cookies and carbs and all sorts of things at home, and it's easy to stuff that in our mouths, especially when it's uh, difficult or even joyful with our families. We can eat a lot of carbs, so eating a lot of sugar can absolutely, you know, heat up your. Uh, inflammation in your body. It can get you more edgy. It can certainly help you to fly off the trigger really quickly. So I suggest this, that either before you go home or when you get back or wherever you're going, that if you purchase, and I get mine at Whole Foods, if you have a Whole Foods near you or some health market, there's a, they sell cultured vegetables. Sometimes it's sauerkraut, but if it has fermented uh, vegetables with probiotics in them, or you can also get probiotic drinks. Just two tablespoons of eating a cultured vegetable will balance your body and your system out. And the reason that it works is because, let's say you just uh, uploaded on carbs, you've had all the, the chocolate chip cookies or whatever your, fa- your favorite treat is, uh, you know, like peppermint park, whatever it might be. If you take uh, and eat two tablespoons of a probiotic or a cultured vegetable, what will happen is that these um, microorganisms, uh, they get into your intestines and they start eating up all the junk food and they start balancing out your system. And it'll be another way for you to stay balanced in your adult and uh, much more, let's say, in a, a temperate mood so you can stay in your adult over the holidays. And, of course, another suggestion there is if you don't want to get the cultured vegetables or drinks, you can always um, purchase probiotics and take, a, let's say, a larger amount um, with, with your meals. That will really be helpful to you. So we're going to be taking a break here in a moment, and I would like to have somebody call in for some channeling. We see right now a lot of you may be traveling already, but if you're there, please call in, and we'll be channeling in just a moment. Again, that number is one. Uh, eight, what is it again? Yes, 866-472-5795. We'll be back after this break. She opens her beauty. She opens her body. She opens her lips and her
You are listening to Legendary Leaders with Maria Danley. To receive the answer to your most burning question, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Now, let's return to Legendary Leaders. Welcome back, and um, we'll be waiting for a caller. We know that it's not the best time to be doing this show in terms of travel plans, etc. But, well, as a matter of fact, we did get a caller coming in. That's wonderful. Um, I was about to go into a visualization, which we'll do if, if callers don't come in, but thank you. Kathy from Illinois, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, my goodness, how absolutely wonderful to talk with you. <laughs> hey, hi, sweetie. I happen to know Kathy. I happen to know Kathy for you listeners out there. I haven't talked with her in a while. So um, I'm here. I'm in an altered state. And what's your question that you have today? Well, I was listening to your show, and I was thinking um, on the other side of this about um, how how does a mother not let her children feel like you were, like you felt. I mean, what is it? I, I understand, you know, about my inner self and my childhood with my own parents, but I have children now, and I don't want them to feel neglected. And um, uh, not to, I want to be able to give everybody the attention they deserve. Oh, my gosh. What a very, very sweet question and a wonderful perspective to bring into the show. Thanks so much for asking that, Kathy. Well, you know, I know you, but for for others that may not know you, which is most of the people out there, one thing that is so important always in family gatherings and where so much of the hurt is, is, is because of the lack of communication or communication that is stilted or communication where people are kind of in boxes and they just, it's kind of not the way the family talks to one another. So if you sense, if you, and I'll say this for other mothers out there listening, if you sense that one of your, your children, uh, even the adults there, that there are, something is on their mind or they, they look like they're withdrawing, you can you can go up to them, and it's not in in a in a patronizing or a motherly way. Like you know, are you all right? And what can I do for you? That might just push them away. But to say, hey, what's on your mind? You know, do you feel like talking about it? But you're opening up, up a space of communication. And if there is something from the past that's being triggered, you can always say, you know, in that communication. Um, they might even say, yeah, I'm angry about this. They may not be that honest. No, no, everything's okay. The mere fact that you asked, the mere fact that you showed concern, again, treating them as adults, I would say, is the, the key here. Most parents will either go into the parenting mode and show concern, but it's coming more from the parent, but coming as um, almost as a friend and showing real respect for the other and to say, hey, you know, if they're children, hey, honey, what's on your mind? You know, are you you look like you're you're sad, or do you want to talk about it? Anything that's with respect, treating them equally, and that's genuine. Usually, someone will respond. But even if they don't, even if they want to go to the room or say, oh, I'm just fine, I'm fine, and they don't want to talk, which many children will do, you will at least know that you did your best and that you've asked. That's number one. The second thing that you can do that's really helpful is that when you wake up in the morning, uh, mothers, even though you have a million things on your mind with the holidays going on, that might be an exaggeration, you can do your morning prayer, your morning meditation, and send love to each of your family members, those that are gathered, those that are far farther away and didn't come home, but send love to them 
to their higher self, we like to say, for their very highest good, their happiest holiday, that they may be comforted and find peace at this time of year. And we sense that those two things, opening up a conversation, being respectful, I guess there are three, and um, sending love to them. We say that a lot. Please, you know, send love to their higher selves. And we, it, it's such an easy technique. It's extremely powerful. But because it's so easy, we often forget it. And we think, um, Kathy, that would be probably one of the best ways to do it. We'd also say this, it's always fun to have little surprises. So not to try and cajole people out of their feelings or, or change the subject. But, um, you know, if, you, if there's a little surprise here and there that, that is not the usual pattern, that can be kind of fun or silliness too. And you, we know your family is particularly good at <laughs> It's silliness and a lot of fun. So I appreciate Did that answer you or help you with some ideas oh, here? Oh, it sure did. It, it really did. And and I will be doing that on Christmas morning. So I appreciate so much your your wisdom and your insight, Mimi. Well, you're, you're, <laughs> you are so, no, it's okay to call me Mimi. We're old friends. But And for all my listeners, you're going to be doing more of that on Christmas. It's Kathy's birthday on Christmas. Oh. So. For any of you who have have felt that you know, hey, what a jip! You know, my birthday is so close to Christmas. I used, I have felt that. Mine's on December fifteenth, but Kathy's is right on Christmas. But they do celebrate that Christmas Eve, so you can send love to our dear Kathy in Illinois on her birthday. Thank you so much for calling in, honey. Love you so much. I love you too. Hey, how are you feeling, by the way, since we have a moment to talk? How's your back? I feel fine, and we'll talk later. But I, All right, did, I did want thank to you ask for calling you about in. that, and thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. We have Joanne here from Iowa. Are you there, Joanne? I'm here. Great. And uh, what is your question today? Um, I think my question was either going to be about my son or about finances for the family. Okay. Um, so I think... I think we're going to go with um, finances. Okay. So it seems like we are kind of all over the board when it comes to money. We either have it or we don't. But it always seems on the holidays we don't. We seem to be in a lacking mode. Mm-hmm. And I just wondered, are you able to tell or find out, are we like under some kind of contract? Is this just a pattern we've learned that we need to change to kind of have that money flowing again and live more in abundance? Yeah, so let me just look and talk with your higher self for a moment, Joanne, and we'll see. Hold on. Well, your guides are talking to me, and they're they're saying, Joanne, that uh, growing up, and we want to say it was around the holidays, but it was also a lot of other times. There was now we, we're saying the word volatile. We don't mean as in violent, but volatile, meaning uh, energetics in your home in, with your parents and family was a lot of up and down, up and down, up and down. And so this kind of, you have it, then you don't have it. You have it, and you don't have it. It, it. it not only was that a pattern in the family, but it was loaded. And what I mean with that, there are a lot of conflicting beliefs that we're seeing here for you, Joanne, that you were taught very early on. And um, um, let me just ask you flat out, did you grow up in a religious household? I did. Okay. Well, there was a lot of, we want to say shame, 
around having. Uh, you know, it's like it's more, some of them were saying these platitudes and we can look directly, you know, into your, your, your thoughts and feelings to see more clearly, but we would say it's something along the lines, because right now they're just giving me impressions here, that it was almost like it's nobler to give than to receive. And, uh, you know, oh, if you have that, give that to someone who's poorer than you. Now, we, we don't necessarily mean that your parents did that directly. They may have. But there was, was guilt and shame for, for having and so when there would be, um, you know, something wonderful would happen, there'd be like a quick cloud would come over it, like, ooh, I just don't want to be quite seen for for having something. Can you relate to what I'm saying here? I can relate to that, yeah. Yeah. And so we sense that sort of what's being triggered now. So, for example, if I were to say to you some of the wildest thoughts that you could have, I mean, in this in this department, would be, you know, beliefs like, I really can have what I want. God wants me to prosper here. God really does, with no shame, no guilt. And you might think that's a good idea. In fact, you probably do. But your emotions, <laughs> your emotion, but your emotions get triggered and so much old stuff like, uh-oh, what will the others say? What will people think of me? And so let me see how your higher self wants to, you know, tell you to do what she wants to say. Do you give me a moment? Well, these are the images they're giving me, and I love them. They're giving me plenty. It's, I don't know if I could call it going on a diet, but it's almost like this. With the little you have, and this is true of any Christmas, I mean, but or any holiday spirit, any holiday gathering, excuse us, to really focus. You, you personally, you can tell others to do it if they want, but we would say practice focusing on the little things that you do have, you know, either the moments together, and, and it might sound corny, but this is really true, or that, you know, that, that pie or the, um, or the, the Christmas little gifts, handmade things that you're making or whatever it might be is, is focusing on the little moments. One of the things they're showing me, they flash this image and let me see if this is true, is that your family will sit around the television with a lot, with Without communicating? What, well, I mean, people don't communicate when they watch television. Is this in your house? Is that a lot in your house? Um, we're often in separate rooms. And for oh. the holidays, yeah, we do just kind of sit around and watch whatever ends up on TV. A ball so, or a movie or whatever. Yeah, and, and we all do. But there's a yeah, way of, yep. of watching together with popcorn like, oh my God, aren't we all having fun watching this movie? And then there's, <laughs> oh, let's just turn on the TV because we really don't want to talk to each other. So we would say perhaps you, your role might be might be fun to see if anyone wants to play a game. I mean, that sounds kind of dumb, but hey, let's play, I don't know if your family plays uh, silly games or whatever, but we sense that you know, let's make popcorn, let's play cards, and, and just say, hey, really getting interested in each other. But there's something about really feeling like the small things that you have are wonderful in the moment. Now, you're not going to be able to do that all the time, but they're giving me the impression that as you feel the prosperity and the abundance in the little that you have, that this that this muscle can grow. Now, we also we did give a, a technique on how to... Actually, we didn't do it on the show. We did it for a client on how to start changing your beliefs. Let me just see. There isn't another caller, so we can go a little bit deeper with you on this. And um, we'll describe it to you. In fact, for all who are listening, we may as well just do it. Because changing your beliefs around this uh, 
is going to really change the situation. It isn't about what's going on outside. It's more that that pattern I told you about. So you need to kind of rewire the brain to start receiving more, we would sense. And also, you know, in, in your prayers, just keep asking God. Or If, if, if you still ha- are um, strongly religious, ask God, ask Jesus. If it's more spirituality, ask your higher self, whatever it might be, to please help you when you fall asleep. Please shift my beliefs. I ask my subconscious mind to release these, some of these beliefs that I was wired in, you know, wired into me. And so we're going to give you a, an example on how to uh, rewire some of this programming. So now, do you meditate or is yours prayer? What form do you take? Uh, meditate. Okay. So in a meditation, imagine yourself calming down, relaxing, and um, we'll just describe it because we don't think we have time to really take you through a full full experience of it and you can always call us and take advantage of my $55 (laughs) deal. I'm (laughs) laughing about that to ever say about that in a meditation is funny, but this is how it works. You go into a meditative state and you open your senses. So somewhere safe in nature to open your sight, sound, smells, really feel nature around you. So it grounds you opening your imagination to sight, sound, smell, touch, feel, etc. Then you get up and you imagine you're walking outside this safe place. Just outside of safety, you're going to find a tree, a tree that is standing there, kind of a big tree. It looks like a normal tree. But when you walk around to the other side, you notice, oh my gosh, there's a big opening in the back of this tree and a circular staircase. And you start to descend the stairs step by step, moving down the circular staircase. And then it's not a very long circular staircase. It's fairly short, but you smell the inside of the tree and feel your feet stepping on each step, making it very real. And when you get to the bottom of this tree, you step out. And where you are now is you've entered your subconscious mind. Your subconscious knows that that's a trigger to do that. You're in your subconscious mind. Now, it may take many forms. It might be high tech, like... I don't know, the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. It might be an old library feel feeling with you know comfortable chairs and a big fire and books everywhere. It may be a big warehouse just with lots and lots of stuff. Now, the subconscious is so brilliant. It's funny that our conscious mind is the least conscious mind of all. The other subconscious is much more conscious. But as we go in, we ask who's ever in charge. Imagine there's a person in charge there and ask, bring, please bring down my book of beliefs around my prosperity, around abundance. And one of the minions, they might be little workers there, it might be uh, the head person in charge there, the, the one in charge of your subconscious mind, will bring down a huge book and plop it down on a table. And you want to thumb through it using your imagination again. And it says right there, book of beliefs, and you open it up, and there, um, let's see your book of beliefs, and you open it up, and you'll see the first belief there, maybe in the middle of the book, and it'll say, I can't really have what I want. That might be the belief. And so you see it there, yeah, I can relate to that. So the right, I like to call my higher self in when I do that. You can call in Jesus. They're happy to do this work with you or whomever. And you will then... Uh, on this table, you'll see a, a few utensils or tools there. You'll see a pen, and you want to write a big across it, void, V-O-I-D. 
I like to do void. And um, then you rip out the page in the book. <gasps> rip out a page in the book. It's okay. It's okay to do this. You can rip it out, pull it out, and um, you know every little piece out of you, you sense it. Every little piece that sticks to the binding, you pull it out. I mean, in the in that spine. Now you another t- utensil is like a little burner there. A little. I don't know, some kind of a burner. And what you'll do is you rip this page up into pieces and you watch it burn in the burner. Every little piece is gone. Now, you, I like to pick up a gold pen and then I write in, I can have what I want. And I, you really take your time with that. I-C-A-N-H-A-V-E. Feel yourself writing it that way. And you write, I can have what I want. And I like to have my higher self then bring out a stamp and put a stamp of approval on it. And I always love that. And then you turn the page and now you look at the next belief. Oh, um, it might even be something like holidays are, 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 are rocky and without money, whatever it might be. might be that. Your belief might be um, it's better to give than to receive. You'll see it. And what's so cool about this, when you're in the subconscious, you'll be stunned to see what's in your book of beliefs. It starts to be a little bit of a, a passion to keep going into the beliefs and changing them. But you see your next belief and you do the same thing. right in pen across the whole thing, void. Tear it out of the book, rip it up, burn it, and now write in your new belief on that page. And do only maybe three to five of these when you start. Um, even three, that's plenty to begin. Just you can go back the next day and make it a habit in your meditation to do that. But you're going to start to feel, wow, I, I feel a lot easier about this. I feel m- a little more abundant. Now we do sense, and this is another thing your higher self is saying, is that you do have shame. You had a lot of shame dumped on you by your parents. And that's because they had a lot of shame. It was dumped on by their parents and goes back and back and back for several generations. So we can say briefly, but it is something to do is, is you're going to want to give your shame back, particularly to your mother. And we do see, we, we like, we call it, we don't see other people calling it this, but, and um, to say it nicely, but it is a, a form of religious abuse that gets passed on down as well through um, generations. And so you want to find a way to, again, in another meditation, we'll just describe it briefly. We can always take you on that personally. If you give us a call, but what you'll do is that you will go into a meditative time, and now you call up. You're not in the subconscious, but you're just calling up a memory of a time that you were shamed. And I'm sure one can be triggered right now. And you watch this scene in your head. This goes for all of you listening. You may want to do this. It's very powerful. You see the scene in your head. Yep, that's what my mother did or how my father did it, whatever it might be. And then you imagine, like you're watching a movie, you watch the scene, you may even want to watch it again and, and feel the feelings of that shame that happened. And now what you do is you imagine you're, you're you know, like they used to have these movie, uh, what do you call it, editors, where you could rewind the, 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 the film. Today I guess it would be an editor uh, uh, video player, but you now sense the whole scene rewinding in backwards, you're starting all over again. But this time it's going to be different. You're going to watch it again. You're going to start to see, yep, that's what I was doing when before she came into the room. That's what happened. This is when she started to shame me. And what you're going to do is you, the adult you, the adult you, Joanne, will step into the scene and you'll step between the younger you that's about to be shamed and your mother or your father, whomever it may be, and you loudly say to them inside your head, stop, stop right now. You are not going to shame her. You are not going to dump that on her, you say. And your mother will be, or father will be stunned. 
because they don't expect it. They might they might stand up to you. They might not. But you get their attention. Absolutely you do. And you lay down the law. You're the authority. Don't you dare think you're going to dump that, hurt that child right now. You will never be able to do this again. I will stand up to you every time, whatever the communication is. And you wait until you know that they got the message. And you'll know. If they're still smug and they're acting proud or superior, you, they haven't the message. You're going to have to do more to get their attention. But once you know that they, they've got caught, now you look behind you and you pull this huge 200-pound bag of like horse manures, drag it across the, the nice kitchen floor, you know, the nice clean kitchen floor, wherever it might be, and you give their shame, this is yours. You take it back. And that's what makes shame so hard to to process. We all try to process this shame, but you can't because it's not yours. The only way it works is to give it back to the perpetrator and then ask for it to be lifted. And these two techniques are powerful. And we know we gave you more than you can probably remember. You can listen to the recording. But um, we sense that changing your beliefs, giving back the shame, particularly around this religious abuse, and you know, standing in your beliefs of, I can have what I want. God is abundant. They're happy to give it to me. I'm not taking it away from anybody else. I you know, feel joy. That will happen for you. A lot of information is this helpful for you today. It is very helpful. Okay. Well, you sound lovely and here. Let me just see. There's something fun, like a little cherry to put on the top of a lot of um, <laughs> crap here. <laughs> One right. second. We're see, lifting the crap. <laughs> yeah, we're getting rid of that crap for sure. Yep. They're talking about how sweet your husband is and your relationship with him. And they're telling me, husband. oh my gosh, I wonder why they're saying that then. Give me a, do you have a, a partner or a boyfriend or no. something? Oh, well, no. Okay, that's interesting that that popped in. Give me a moment, I'll go a little deeper. Hold on. Okay. Well, there's some man, and I don't know if it's a friend, a brother, or whatever, but there's talking about you're acknowledging him. I don't know if it's a person at work. I wonder why they're saying that, but that's that's sometimes so, our, we we just relay what we're that, hearing. But go ahead. Yeah, my um, best friend, who's a female, we joke that we're husband and wife because it's we're just so close. Oh, so I'm curious okay. if it's something like just related to her, some message about her. Well, what is your friend's name? And you don't have to say their full name. What yeah. is the... Her name is Sandra. What, say it again? Sandra. Oh, Sandra. Okay. Yeah, we don't know why we are seeing a, a fellow there. We'd have to go a little deeper okay. to see that. Okay. But what we see about Sandra is that... Your relationship really, and you've just said it, is really tight and loving. And we would say this, that the two of you get together and celebrate the abundance of your relationship. The fun you have, the way you hear each other, the way you respect and um, honor each other. Uh, you might not use those words, but just the fun that you have. And we would bring a lot of that joy into the holidays. And I think that's probably, um, can, is that, can you relate to that? Let's put it that way. I can, I can, but I'll be curious to see if there is a fellow that will. Yeah, maybe one is coming. <laughs> no, we are not a, we are not a, a psychic that way. Oh, I see a man. You know, I used to do fairs where, with a number of psychics, and I'd hear on either side of me going, "Oh, there's a man," and you know, he's in your future, or "Oh, there's going to be another twenty thousand dollars." And I go, "Oh my God, why are they lying to these people? Because they're saying the same thing over and over again." So we won't go there. <laughs> We will say, if you do your work, maybe that's one of the gifts that's on the other side of that. But thank you so much for calling in, and we really appreciate your and yeah, we appreciate you calling in, and have a very happy holiday. 
and will you be with your family or are you um or? I will. I'm hosting. So they'll all be with me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So then we would add to it, uh, particularly for you to do that technique to call in that nurturing parent. You're going to want to stay centered and um, with all the, the noise and chaos going on. We gave you plenty on the show today. We hope you'll listen to it again and happy, happy holidays to you. Here's what we will acknowledge you for, Joanne. You do have a really clear, clean heart. There is such a, a vibrancy and a beauty in your energy field. We want to say just a really high vibration. And you can lean into that. Even when people are not coming from that place, you can remember who you are. And you can always circle your energy field in a bubble, like a mirror, where the mirror, oh, that's another technique we could give to everybody. When people start getting abusive or weird in the family, just put a big mirror around your aura, uh, facing out, and just let all that stuff just bounce back to them. And <laughs> they might get a little annoyed, but we just mentioned that as, as well, trying to give as much as we can before the show is over. So we hope that's helpful, and happy, happy holidays to you, and, and take good care of your energy. Okay, thank you again thank you for calling. Much. You're very, okay. very welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So if we don't have any other uh, callers, we do have a couple minutes here. We're going to be, well, I guess we are almost out of time as a matter of fact. We've given a lot of information on the show. Please listen to it again. You can always uh, listen to the recording uh, by going to the library, the archive there, and clicking on it. hope this was helpful. And again... A few reminders here that this is all of the time that we really have today. I want to thank you all for listening to the program today. This is the next to the last show that I'm doing on Voice America, at least for now. It turns out that it has been expensive for me to keep this show going. And um, now that I've been sick for a year, I, I had less clients. So I'm going to have to not do it next year, unfortunately. But if you'd like to stay in touch with me and receive more useful techniques and information to help you grow your personal and spiritual growth, Please, again, go to legendaryleaders.com and put your name and email in the Join Our List section of the homepage. And you can do that right now by opening a tab in your browser and continue listening to the last few minutes of the show by going to www.legendaryleaders.com. And right there, you'll be able to sign up, putting your name in, in the email and email in those boxes. Because I do want to stay in touch with you. And I also want you to know that I always respect your time and privacy. You can always unsubscribe from the list at any time. So you've also heard a little bit about my new membership site that I'm launching earlier. Early next year it will be, and I decided again to make that work available so that many of you who can't afford my coaching, you can still get all these great techniques available. As you heard today, there are many, many more that I have. I've only scratched the surface. So I want to give you the same gift that I give to my premier coaching clients by giving you a membership site that you can come to, to for only $30 a month. And just a reminder, I know you heard it or if you tuned in late, that if you're interested in having a private one-hour higher self reading, please take advantage of my current special. Now through January 31st, I have even more reduced prices, a half-hour reading for only $55 and a full hour for $115, down from $200. So this will only be available until January 31st, and please tell your friends and your family about it. It'd be a nice holiday gift, perhaps, for them. And so uh, the last announcement, very briefly, is that if you've enjoyed the music on this show, you can purchase the CD by, that, of my music by going to Amazon.com and search for Invocation 
colon, journey, and ritual. That's the name of the CD. Type that in, invocation. There are a lot of invocation CDs, but invocation, journey, and ritual. And type in my name, Maria Danley, along with that, and you'll see my CD come up called Invocation. You can purchase it on Amazon and then hear the music whenever you wish. So we have that for you as well. Thank you all for listening today. What a fun show. (laughs) Fun talking about being with the family over the holidays. Thank you for listening to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling. I believe in all of you and your growth. You are changing the future of this planet. It is always an honor to support all of you unsung heroes on your journey to become the legendary leaders that you're destined to be. And until next week, I send you my love and best wishes. Have a very happy, happy Merry Christmas and holiday season. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in this week for Legendary Leaders. Maria Danley invites you to join her for another inspiring show next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a wonderful week.